Hello from the members of First United Methodist Church in Royce City. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We hope you find it meaningful and relevant. You're invited to join us for worship anytime, and you can learn more about our worship options, location, and small group opportunities by visiting our website, fumcroycecity.org. Today, we hear from our pastor, Reverend Chris Everson. May God bless you as you listen to His Word proclaimed. Oh God, as we continue in this study of the Holy Spirit, as we continue to listen and, and to hear your call in our lives, we pray that you let the words of my mouth and the meditation of each heart be pleasing in your sight, O oh Lord, my strength and my Redeemer. Amen. Well, I believe today we are closing out our series on the Holy Spirit. And the reason why I say that I believe that we're closing out the series on the Holy Spirit is because next week I have kind of a blank. I I, I don't exactly know exactly what I'm doing next week, but after that we're going to be starting uh, some other series. So the Holy Spirit may be telling me, you know, Chris, you missed something that I want you to share. So... We'll just leave that up to the Holy Spirit for, for, for next Sunday. But I, I hope that you've had the opportunity to grow as we've been talking about the Holy Spirit and, and the different things that the Holy Spirit has done for each and every one of us. I hope that you've taken time to, to listen and to hear as we've talked about the te- that the Holy Spirit ha- has been promised to us and how the Holy Spirit is a gift that we are called to embrace, and how the Holy Spirit continues to teach us and guide us as we move through our lives, and and how we are all blessed by the fruit of the Holy Spirit, that that when we we live into that fruit, remember it's not something that we can grasp or or hold on to, but but there's something that when the Holy Spirit is in us, we, we live into those, those great gifts that the Holy Spirit has given to us. Today we're going we're gonna to close with a big word, and that big word is empowerment. Empowerment. You know, so I looked at the definition of empowerment, and, and, and what empowerment is, it's, it's a process of becoming stronger and more confident It's an authority or power given to someone to do something. So all of those things are are, are true about the empowerment of the Holy Spirit, but there's something that we must remember, is that, that we cannot empower ourselves with the gift of the Holy Spirit. It is something that is is given to us. Zechariah chapter 4, verse 6, reminds us by saying it this way, not by might or not by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord Almighty. See, we can't force empowerment. Now, there are ways that we can enforce empowerment to do do other things, but, but to fully live in the spirit, it's not something that we can do ourselves. It's something that the Holy Spirit gives to each and every one of us. So with that, let us uh, take a moment to turn to our scripture this morning. It's from Ephesians chapter 3, verses 16 
through 19. Hear the word of the Lord. I ask that Christ will live in your hearts through faith. And as a result of having strong roots in love, I ask that you'll have the power to grasp love's width and length, height and depth, together with all believers. And I ask that you'll know the love of Christ that is beyond knowledge so that you will be filled entirely with the fullness of God. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. So when we take a look at that scripture, how, how does this passage allow us to see how we can live our lives empowered by the Holy Spirit? Well, the first thing that we remember is that the Holy Spirit opens our hearts so that Christ can move in. See, that the very beginning of the passage, I ask that Christ will live in your hearts through faith. So that's, that's what the work of the Holy Spirit does. The Holy Spirit allows us the opportunity to have the love and grace of Jesus Christ to live inside of our hearts. You may remember last week I, I shared a quote from Carolyn Moore, who's a, a part of the study that I've been doing with about 16 other people uh, on, on Wednesdays. She, she made a comment that, that really stuck to me. She said that in every spiritual transaction, there's a change. See, that, that affects our heart. That, that change affects who we are and, and, and how we relate to God and relate to those around us. But see, we must always realize that we have to, to give up something. We must, we must let go of something. And when we let go of that thing, God, God will fill it with the power of the Holy Spirit and, and give us the, the opportunity to live in the truth and the love of God. But there's something that's important to remember. It's not about just making space for people. Making space for people is important. We, we, we need to make sure that we invite people, but we don't invite people just to come to a, a, a country club or, or to a, a, a special activity. But when we have this invitation, it's an invitation for people to provide room in their lives so that the Holy Spirit may move. To, to allow opportunity for the Holy Spirit to come and change who we are so that we become more like Christ. And, and we live in that power that Christ has given each and every one of us. The second thing is that the Holy Spirit helps us grow deep roots so that we can then grasp what Paul writes Love's width and length and height and depth. See, see when we take the opportunity to, to grow in God's love, it, it takes time to, to see what it is that we need to remove from our lives so that our, our roots can grow deep in the power of Jesus Christ. I did some research, uh, kind of a deep dive on trees. And I've, I've seen those pictures, and maybe you have too, of, 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 of 
trees that have been blown over and you see the roots hanging as, as the tree is laying on its side. And there was something that I found out that, that, that when the soil gets saturated, the roots will, will move. They, they will start to slip. So if you don't have a deep root system, you'll easily fall over. If you don't have a, a deep root system that when the wind or when trouble or, or when uh, stuff comes your way, it easily pushes you over and, and makes you fall over. See, that's why it's important to have that deep root system in Jesus Christ. But here, here's something else about trees, that it takes about three years to establish a root structure that will allow a tree to store enough nutrients and to build a white root or a wide root base in order to grow a healthy canopy. It takes three years. It's not something that happens overnight. And I think that's how we or I like to live my own life. I, I want my spiritual life to be so quick and so fast that I don't need to work on it anymore. It's just there. It's like moving into a house that already has this, this really, really nice big shade tree in the backyard that you can love and enjoy and, and spend time underneath that shade. You didn't have to do any work for it. You can enjoy it. But if you were to start with a small little tree, and plant it in and make sure that you have the, the bulb in there right and cover it up with the right amount of dirt. It takes time. And you have to continue to nurture and continue to allow it to grow. Just like we have to do with our own faith. Just like we have to do with, with our own walk with Jesus Christ. We have to take time and time and time in order to stay connected in order to let those roots grow down deep so we can fully experience the width and the length and the height and the depth of God's love. See, when we have the opportunity to do that, we then can be filled with the fullness of God. Now, let me be clear here by saying we can be filled with the fullness of God from the minute we first we believe. But to fully understand and to fully to, to grasp it, we need to make sure that we live and allow ourselves to grow even more and more in God's love and grace. I know that I'm guilty in not wanting the full empowerment of the Holy Spirit. I know that I'm guilty and I just say, you know what, I just want enough just to get me through this day. And sometimes that's how we, we go through our lives, isn't it? We just want enough of the Holy Spirit to, to help us move from one thing to the next, but we never want the full empowerment that the Holy Spirit is calling to give us. I'm going to give this a try. I saw Carolyn Moore do this in one of her... Uh, in her studies. She talked about how when we look at getting empowered by the Holy Spirit, it's like taking a, a water bottle and, and going with a little cup, a little lid like that, and going, oh, that's all the Holy Spirit I want. 
okay, I'm good. I can move on with my day and move on with my week and everything is going to be fine. But then the next Sunday comes, oh, it's time for me to just to get a little bit, little bit more. And then we move on and then we get dry and thirsty again because you know what? We're not living full into the power that God wants us to have. See, this is what full empowerment of the Holy Spirit is for us is to know that God's power and God's Holy Spirit continues to pour down on us. And we want more and more and more. That it just overflows us and it fills us and it allows us to have this power just continue to fill and use us over again. So we then can live fully empowered by God's love and by God's grace. My friends, the Holy Spirit is a gift. It is a gift that we daily can just reach out our hands and receive. The Holy Spirit is a gift that we daily can live in and feel that power, feel that grace, feel that experience so that we may have life and we may have life abundantly. You know, that's why we come to the table. That's why we come to this meal. And I know about, I know about you, but I do know about me. I've missed this meal. I miss the opportunities that we gather together as the family of God to, to break the bread and, and to, to drink of the cup. But I hope that even as we've had these moments of separation, that, that when we take the opportunity to, to eat the bread and, and to drink from the cup, it reminds us of the gift that we receive daily the gift, and the power of the Holy Spirit. So as we prepare to receive this meal, I invite you to go to God in prayer with me. Let us pray. So Lord, we say together, come Holy Spirit and fill me. Enlighten the eyes of my heart that I may know what is the hope to which you have called me to the riches of your glorious inheritance and the immeasurable greatness of your power toward us who believe. According to the working of your great might, place all things in my life under your power as I surrender them to you. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.